Welcome back to another episode of Good Time Podcast. It's your boy Dejan, like always. And we, we got, got a special guest today, my boy Curtis. Appreciate you coming over. What's going on, man? I know you've been gone a minute, coming back to the city. For a minute, man. How you feeling, guys? Long time coming. This is crazy. How's it been, though, for you being so apart from your family and shit like that? I know it's hard. Being in the military, running away from your family. I mean, when I first left, I know I was homesick in the beginning time, but once you like been away for like so long, you're getting up to that shit. You know what I'm saying? But as far as like the experience of being in Korea, I'm definitely on a total different wave than where I was when I was just in the city, just working, doing the normal shit that I was doing. What you mean? Like. You mean like what I used to be doing? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Which, have, like, boom, matter of fact, okay, how's the military changed you as a man? Um, or like, I don't the experience think, of the military type? I don't think the military itself changed me as mm-hmm. a man. Mm-hmm. I think me, like, me being in Korea and like where I was at, like, I'm, I'm gonna say this one time, one time only. I'm not gonna say this shit no more. I don't consider myself no military like brat ass nigga like whoa whoa whoa. You know what I'm saying? I just wear a uniform, but whenever I get out, like whenever I get off a of base, I totally forget that I'm in the military. Yeah, I've been telling people that like when you join the military, it definitely instills some some different values in you. You see like perspectively different on the world and what's going on around you, but it the military don't change nobody. I see people from whatever hood they from go through basic training, everything, and you might, you know, follow orders, this and that, but you still the same person at the end of the day when you take that uniform off. And that's what people be forgetting. Like a lot of people, a lot of people do get sucked into that shit though. If they, yeah, I mean, if, they, if, they, if that's what they want to devote their life to, they're now. I mean, yeah, something. It, it definitely. I would say it definitely creates a different path for a lot of people because, like, when my I know when my dad joined the military. Before that, you know, that man was selling guns out of his locker. He was from the hood doing, you know, street fighting and shit like that. But, you know, like, if you see my dad today, you would have no clue that's what he was on before he joined. You know, he did 20 years in the military. So, like, I would say the military just kind of, it's almost like a pathway for some people to get out their environment. Mm. Definitely. That definitely was a thing for me, too. But I've, I've been able to get into a lot of shit that, like, I never thought that I would mm-hmm. or even thought that was, like, even cool. Like... Mm. I said all the time, like a nigga went painting. Like a nigga wasn't <laughs> going painting and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you been painting since? Yeah, like, I mean, I, I painted like hard, a couple bro. times, but like, that's just not something that I was into, like, before. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you got a, you, you got an artistic talent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that shit was like something. Yeah, yeah you always been drawing. I know, I, I remember. I'm cold, I ain't and I just started day. getting back into that shit, like, Girl. drawing and shit, like, so I made my brother oh, so you, logo. You just took like, like a break off the shit, don't you? I mean, it wasn't necessarily like a break. It was just like, I didn't really like think about doing it. You didn't really stuff. set the time to yeah. do it. You know, I always knew I could do that shit though. You know what I'm 
I just really just been back on it. I was sitting next to me just doodling. I'm like, oh, yeah, used to be caught up in high school. You ever think about like get into like graphic design or like take it to the next step? I'm telling you, maybe like clothing apparel. High school, like when there was an option for it, like picking whatever mm-hmm. you want to do, like I wanted to go to school for graphic designing. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, that digital world shit, like doing shit digitally yeah, is kind of yeah. like out my lane. It's, 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 I'm more of like, different. yeah, I'm more of like with pencil the, with the and the paper. Like, but. <laughs> so like, what's some, what's some, what's some, you said, uh, you said the military like opened you up to, to new shit that, you didn't even think it was cool. Like, what you mean by that? Well, not military stuff, but like, like just, nigga, really, just being out. Yeah, being I mean, out, being out different careers, so like, I don't know, like, everybody there, like, everybody there is like, it's like, it's like no crime there like, at all. Like, no crime there. Like, ain't no police sitting on the side of the road seeing if a nigga gonna be speeding. Like, none of that. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I really thought that was normal. But like, it's like a lot of like, nature shit. And like, where I was at, I was in the city. So like I was in Seoul, so like nigga, that shit is like New York City, like everywhere. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's just like even like the way people dress, like the way people dress over there is like every day, and like you don't know who got money out there. Mm. Like a taxi driver and no flicks and another. No hell no, bro. Like it's a whole different society, right? Like somebody who could be driving a taxi, that could be the same nigga that dressed like that, hopping in the fucking double R or Rari. They got double R's and R's out there. Bro, that shit like Honda's. Bro, Rye's, fucking Tesla's, bro. Porsche's, bro. All that shit. Yeah, I know the shoe game out there. Crazy out there. You know? <laughs> you know? get for the low ski. It ain't, nah. It ain't, it ain't shit for the low, but like, their currency is different from ours. Right, right, right. So mm-hmm. like, they shit go based off of like wine. So like, a thousand won is considered like eighty cents to us. Or like if I uh like right now, like if I typed in trust me, brother, uh, Google bro, <laughs> I had Google Translate and that currency money shit on speed dial, bro. So have you learned any like Korean slang? Like uh like, I know I know how to say hello in Korean, that's about it. I know I know oh, how yeah, you can say it like that. But oh, I, you can say I, I know like I know like uh Kasamida and what you said, and it's another one. It's like it's like how people say like honey, uh, baby, mm-hmm. like uh, yabu, shit like that. So you like learn, that. you definitely, you have no choice. A lot of times, like the military take you somewhere. Like when yeah. I was in Mexico, if you hungry, bro, you gonna find, you gonna figure out how to speak Spanish. Man, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't even You're crazy. <laughs> Mexico, I'm not I'm talking about Korean food. All the Korean bullshit. Food. Bro. I'm not shit, bro. <laughs> like I didn't have some bullshit. Did Did you have any like? Dishes in Korea that you like you fuck with? Like bulgogi. That's probably it. You said bulgogi. I heard of that. So it's like it's they be like over there they had two versions. The first version I had was like the soup version. But I didn't know no, but I'm like I'm fresh out here, I don't know what's going on. You're just trying some new yeah. shit. And I was like, hell no, nah, it's over. With. And then I got the, the regular bulgogi that got like the regular sauce mm-hmm. and all that shit. And that's it. But <laughs> so like, got, so like what what do you eat? What I eat over there? Good eat. Okay, okay, but before before I got on my vibe that I'm on now, mm-hmm. nigga, I, yeah, before I got on that, nigga, I was eating chicken, <laughs> fried chicken. I'm eating like American uh, type food, but it's a lot of Americanized like foods over there though, like wings and shit. Mm-hmm. Like my first time having a little pepper wings was out there. I never had little pepper wings before, bro. 
your first lemon pepper wing was in Korea. Yes. Come on, bro. Like, you got to remember, bro. I came from eating Chick-fil-A. <laughs> six days a week, bro. Six days a week. Every Can't day. do it. Seven Other days. than Sunday. Yeah, six days a week, eight sauces, two sauces, large fries, large PT, nigga, I need all that. I only crave Chick-fil-A on Sunday, I swear. But you know what's crazy? The, the Chick-fil-A on Wimble, bro. As many times I've been at Chick-fil-A, I've never, had, I never chose to go to Chipotle and that shit right next door. I ain't never in my life stepped I've on, been to Chipotle like one or two times, bro. It can just say where it's at. Right. So you keep talking about this live you ordered in Korea. What exactly you mean by like what you been on vibe wise? Like you've been meditating and shit like that? Yeah. I mean, I think like cause like I said, like it um I'm around a whole bunch of nature. Mm -hmm. And like I don't hang with niggas in the military. I got like one homeboy, but like that's it. Mm -hmm. Like so when I'm able to like go out to them rivers and bike trails and shit, like when I go running and shit, I'm like, oh, they got this out here? Don't nobody be out here? Oh yeah, I'm pulling up. You took advantage of that shit. Like, yeah, hell yeah. It'd it, it be like that because sometimes when you're in the military, bro, it can be, <clears throat> especially when you're away from home, it could be yeah. stressful. You know, you could be your own and head a lot be. of times in like to have that outlet. You're going to find it because you, right. you're definitely going to look for it because you stress on a constant basis. Like, you, you're doing, you're doing some good shit too because like, like you said, how you was homesick at first, right? Mm -hmm. Motherfuckers gonna go through that, but once you get past the bullshit, you ever find you and find what you like in yeah. any type of adversity type shit. So, and when I what I mean by that homesick shit, like this is when COVID was just starting to pop off. Mm -hmm. So, nigga, when I got into basic training, bro, like my second day, oh, yeah. we going through like the whole like in processing phase, reception, take, yeah, reception. So, like we eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but like when we eat lunch and shit, like we outside. We outside, sit on them rocks. Mm -hmm. Bro, it's like 1,500 of us out there, bro. Mm. And they don't... Patterson. <laughs> Curtis Patterson. Um, pack your bags. Bro, I put all my shit in, in a black trash bag, bro. I had to... Bro, so like, it's like it's like divided. And it's like a walkway, bro. So it's like... What's, it's like 700 on each side. Bro, and the van was on top of the hill, bro. I had to grab all my bags, bro, and walk up that line, bro. Everybody watching, bro. I had COVID, bro. Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> COVID, bro, I, bro, I swear to God, bro. I went to the, the quarantine barracks, bro. Nigga, I swear to God, I wrote like 30 letters in one night, bro. Yeah, that's, I ain't gonna lie, like, when you don't have your phone, you, you ain't got no one to talk to. You don't know none of these people around you. Bro, you the only thing you can do is write a letter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, them letters, mean, them letters do a lot for you. Well, so you say you was homesick. So like, what's the the worst mental? Because we talk a lot on this podcast about like your mental. Mm -hmm. Like, what was the worst mental status you found yourself in when you was gone? I think I want to say that right there, only because I stayed longer than what I was supposed to. Mm -hmm. So like in that time, I'm like, because like when you when you when, if you ain't been in the military, you don't really know how like that shit, like how that shit go. Like I'm taking that shit way serious than what I'm supposed to. So I'm thinking like, dang, really, I can't start basic training. I'm here for extra two weeks. I'm not like, That's the worst part of it. That's probably the worst two weeks in Long ass two weeks. I can imagine Man, that shit. What? So I think <clears throat> that like that right there, but as far as like, oh, even AIT though, cause like AIT, like that was my first time ever studying some shit. <laughs> I wasn't studying in high school and shit, bro. 
So when I was seeing niggas, like when I was seeing people failing tests and having to pack their shit up and going Go to a whole nother class and shit, I'm like, hell no, nah, like, <laughs> Yeah, because you got to think about it. Like, all you want to do the whole time you're basically training ART is trying to go home. You're trying to, yeah. you're trying to go ahead and go home so you oh, can get yeah. back to where you was at or get started in your military career. Mm-hmm. And if you fail a test in the military, they give you one more chance to pass it. If you fail it twice, it's, you, it's over with. So you, you got to start from the top? No, you got to go ahead. They don't even let you do that job no more. You got to pick a new one. Then you start from the top. Yep. Start Boy, you piss. I'm talking about. Yes. And you can see why people actually study. I studied in the IT, for sure. And yeah, they and they only and the military is so organized. They only give you a certain amount of time to do this, certain amount of time to do that. Yeah. So like they gave me a whole book. I remember when I was in the IT, they gave me a whole book on hazmat. It was probably like 200 pages. We started the class on Monday. The test was Thursday, and we had three days in class. On Thursday morning, we had the test. You got a whole. You got organize. You got a whole book. Man, I, ain't, I ain't got good study skills, man. What job did you uh, end up picking? Uh, I'm a fueler. So that's 95 petroleum. Petroleum supply specialist. So just fucking what made you pick that? What made me pick it? Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to be no Bravo. I wasn't trying to cook nothing. <laughs> like, and like, listening to what the people were saying, they were like, hey, they mics, like, the drivers like Truck if, driver, if, yeah. if you go out or something, you gotta you gotta be watching out for them fucking little bombs and shit that be in the IEDs. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm yeah, like, man, come get this gas and go on about the way. <laughs> That's what I'm on. That's what I was on. <laughs> but hey man. Did you find any new hobbies while you was out there, Chris? New hobbies? I would say me going well like I just started doing yoga. Like yesterday, I wanted to do it out there, but I couldn't do it. Cause I, I just didn't know who to talk to to do mm-hmm. that shit out there. But I think my new hobbies is the shit that I do now. Like that's considered a hobby to me. Besides mm-hmm. me drawing and shit and bike riding, like I, I ride bikes and shit now. I'm finna give me, I'm finna give me another bike. Ride. I, had I, mean, a bike I got a bike on the way he to. Gonna uh, buy, he gonna buy a bike. He ain't never gonna ride. Shit. shit. We were stealing bikes, man. Hey, I don't know. We were stealing, we stealing bikes. I told y'all. Back in the day. I told y'all, bro. I'm the cat that was on the bike was outside, it's it's gone. Good gone, bro. It's good gone. Good gone, bro. That mug gonna look like a new bike tomorrow. So, so how was it like growing up here in like a semi-small town and then going somewhere like Seoul, Korea? Like, was it like, was it like a culture shock when you went out to Korea, or was it like more like? You know, because the military, I know you on base, so it's like mm-hmm. everything on base is Americanized. But and my and my base was only is like literally like a half mile, one road. Damn, that's how small it's pretty. It's almost five. Like yeah, that ain't why. That's crazy. Bro. So you probably know where everything at. Like I'm taking I'm taxi. everything. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Like I ain't have to go nowhere for real. You ain't got to walk. With, you ain't got to drive nowhere. For nowhere. Real. Was we all locked? We all locked down a lot through COVID. Probably the beginning, like like the beginning of last year, yeah. That's when I first got out there, but after a while, you know, everything mm. started going down. But as far as your question that you asked, a culture shock, I would just say like it's like it's just way different than what I was used to. Mm-hmm. Like nigga, we nigga, I'm working we work I work two jobs after that, like I'm going hoop and I'm gonna shoot dice. Like that was the <laughs> daily routine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the daily Real routine. Deal. So like when going from that to fucking going running and riding bikes and sightseeing and Chunky being around, busy. 
water and like all that shit. Like that shit definitely different. It's like, like it's like you gotta find you in the new in yeah. the new way of yeah. life you living type shit. Yeah. This, everything new to you. So you exactly. gotta you gotta find where you fit in this shit. Exactly. So it's definitely a different vibe. Do I miss that motherfucker though? Yes I do. What I definitely miss Korea. That's hard. Only because I know that I like I ain't going back out there. Like, I oh, so you're home now? You're not going back out yeah, there? Yeah, I'm not going back out there. Where you uh, end up stationed at? Now? Mm-hmm. Colorado. I'll be going back to Charleston. Yeah, like Denver. But I'm, I ain't, it, it, well, I'm going in ain't sweet, though. No, no. <laughs> I don't really sweet, know. Though. Colorado, it's kind of like too much for me. It you. ain't sweet, though. But, but you ready to get out there? It's, it's pretty much like now, I mean, you did your tour. <laughs> It's your second duty station because like, yeah. Korea. I mean, guess Korea's like a tour. <laughs> I actually stayed out in Korea longer than what I was supposed to, too. Oh yeah. I was only supposed to be out there for a year, but I extended for like six, seven months. So. Damn. Because I was COVID shit. No, I just I just had a game plan like come out, here, go out there, run it up, come back, yeah. you know, break mm-hmm. off, go back out there, run it up again. Yeah, you know, shit like this, shit like that. So what I was already doing, anyways. What's your plan for Colorado? Colorado. I don't want to go out there and do my time. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go out there and do my time. Bro, this is crazy. How many, how many years left you got on your contract? Next December. Next December, you uh, reading up or? Nah, you do only, your three nah only because like I've been working on shit like since like January. That like I'm actually just been like, you trying to get something finalized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought been. you wanted to retire from this month. Yeah, that's what that was my plan. No, was so, but, and I'm a, and we can get into that. <laughs> and we can get into that. Look, sir, come on. The thing <laughs> with the military, bro, if you talk to anybody in the military during the middle of their contract, they all gonna tell you, "I'm getting out as soon as my contract up." But as soon as it comes to the day so where they're like, "Hey, like, like either you re up or you getting out." 50-50. Some people be like, "You know what? I'm gonna just stay in three more years. Or I'm gonna do a, a year extension." or six years so I can get this kind of benefit. And they do that, and then you find yourself where it's like, okay, now I've done eight or 10 years in the military. Mm -hmm. Damn, I might as well do my 10 more and get get my retirement. So that's why it's almost like a trap in the military. But you just, you catch a lot of people in the military, you'll talk to them. You guys, anybody in the military comes like, I'm getting out as soon as I'm done. And then when it come up to it's like, I don't know. Cause y'all was saying that shit. Yeah. I did, I did my my little six. I did my little six. So you, you done, bro? Yeah, I'm done for now. I might reconsider in two years, but I got plans. How do y'all think it's a way to like, get rid of trauma and past hurt and shit like that? I was just talking to my dad about this because I was I was stuck in my head about shit that I did and I would consider a mistake. Yeah. You know, like certain things like you do in your life where it's like, damn, I, I could have did this way. It would have been better for me. And he was just telling me, he was like, the past is the past. You can't fix nothing you did already. And if you keep looking at the past, you'll never be prepared for the future. I mean, choices and decisions can come come with them. But I mean, like, some some shit that was uncontrollable, like things that happened to you in your past where, like, it kind of shaped how you act now. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you how, how do you think it's a way to get rid of that, to, of that burden type shit, like that hurt of whatever it was? It's a hard question. Real I know it's not. Um, I would say, uh, <laughs> I would say, really just understanding what you went through, mm-hmm. accepting it, and then being able to like move forward from it. Right. Like me, even when it comes to like, like regular life or even like relationships, under like I understand like what I was doing wrong. Mm-hmm. I understand why I was doing that shit. I consider that age too. 
Yeah. Like, the ignorance yeah, of what yeah. you was doing. Around that age time up until now, like, niggas just... I think a lot of people, days. especially, like, us as men now, like, growing up, that's exactly what we're doing is growing up. Um, so, like, if you, if you think of yourself as, you know, your perfect mode already, you're wrong. You're wrong. Right. Yeah. You're wrong. Like, so, when you look back on stuff that you did ignorantly or stuff that happened to you un- that you were like you said that you couldn't control you have to understand like life is just gonna life hit you like that and it, it's gonna be certain things that you do that later on you're gonna see as something you shouldn't have done but if you accept it like he said then you you'll, you can look forward and be like okay that was that was what it was but it could be like this now because i understand it and it can even be like even like it don't even gotta be trauma like even like you just acknowledging shit that you're not good at yeah. Instead of mm-hmm. like trying to like put up front, like, oh yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing yeah. that. But if you, you know, like, you tell somebody like, oh yeah, I know I'm not good at this, but help me work on this. Mm-hmm. Just shit like that. Just yeah, it's also shit. it's also a pride thing. I think sometimes mm-hmm. you gotta put your pride to the side. But like, you know what? I know he's better at this than me. Let me see how he did it or how he's handling this, this situation. Because if you look at it like that, then you understand you're not perfect. That's real. Because if you think if you go through life thinking you know it all, bro. You gonna fall. You gonna fall face first every time, cause motherfucking experience. You can look. You can look at somebody else's experience, and it'll show you. Okay, that way ain't gonna work. Right? Mm-hmm. Like you, that way ain't gonna work. You, you can. Gotta, and you don't you have to fail yourself. You pick, yeah. And you don't have to fail yourself to succeed. You can see someone else's failure, yeah, yeah. and they can teach you. Hey, if you do it like this, I failed doing it like that, but I ended up doing it this way and I succeeded. Mm-hmm. So if you just do it this way, you succeed. You don't, you don't even have to go through that failure. I see That's what you're fair. saying. That's but being a young man, it's like, you you know how you get hard-headed, like, mm-hmm. man, I can do that. Yeah. Like, y'all was just doing it wrong mm-hmm. type of shit. Yeah. You, get in, you get into it, it's like, mm. That one bullshit. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like you be too prideful yeah, and like someone try to warn you or something yeah. and then you be too prideful like, nah, I, I know what I'm that. doing. Like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. They trying to belittle you like, you yeah. don't know what you It's not even that. that you do that a lot as a, growing up, like as a, yeah. like a little boy, you you see a lot of people try to tell you stuff like, nah, he ain't, he don't even know what he's talking about. Especially your people. The Especially your people. Your parents, the parents, your parents are like the first line of people who try to teach you how life works mm-hmm. and when you're growing up you just see your parents as your parents like, you, like everything your parents say you, you know it's just some they family shit. so they're gonna annoy you they're gonna you know you're gonna get mad at them and stuff like that so you not gonna listen to everything they say but when you grow up you're like damn my parents really told me about this especially what she wants like because i ain't got no kids but the younger generation of my family i'm looking at them growing up i'm like bro we was doing that same shit my people were saying the same shit I'm saying to them. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not like a, we got to just talk to the kids. Like, cause I know when my mom and them was growing up, they were saying they didn't have nobody to talk to them type shit. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's more than just talking. Cause a kid going to do what he see. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta, you gotta, what, what's the, you gotta uh, Break the show cycle. by example. You mm-hmm. gotta, you gotta, you really gotta show the kids how to, be better for themselves, like show them better for themselves. Physically. Like, yeah, physically, mentally, yeah, spiritually. Yeah, because like, a lot of kids, like when you talk to them, it's in one ear, out the other. Like they're not always listening to what you're saying. So you got to do other things that kids relate to. And it may it may have to come from a different person, like yeah. outside of your parents. I know when I was growing up, I wasn't trying to hear what my mom was saying. Mm-hmm. Just because I live with you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, especially, like, especially. I'm not trying to hear this. Especially with you, like, 
even though like Pop wasn't like he Pop was in the crib, but like that that gap, but like when he yeah, wasn't yeah. like nigga, like nigga, you the man of the crib. So like, I know that was. You I want to I want to ask you about that. What was it? What did it feel like having that pressure? Because I know my brother had that pressure when my dad deployed a lot. Like he was there was that gap also where he wasn't in the house, right. and then my brother had the pressure of being the man of the house. Like for you, when you had that gap when your father wasn't in the house, how did you handle that pressure of being the man? Um, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Being so young, I think I really just like. I think I said this like in a in a different episode, but I learned how to shake shit off quick and just keep shit pushing. So like, mm. it, I really never. I'm not lie. I really never dwelled on it until like until it hit a boiling point, and then me me and the whole family we like having a family mm-hmm. discussion or. It's an argument, or something. Everything falls off the table, type shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I, I learned, like, <clears throat> but like growing, well, growing up, I didn't, I didn't know how to, like, switch it or handle. Yeah, handle all I, the I didn't know how to handle it. I just lived with it. Never talked about it. I didn't talk to myself about it. Like, I, I'm just now starting to really tap into it. Like talking, talking to Tavon about, mm-hmm. you know, how how it really was. Cause my little brother really, he, bro, he don't know his daddy like that. Like his first time meeting, bro, as a memory of himself, he was five years old when he got out of jail. Like I was getting out the shower. My mama homegirl just left the crib. She stayed like off of Riverside or something. He's walking up Boot Hill. He just got out of jail from mm-hmm. downtown, right? He walking up Boot Hill, she see him. She could tell by his walk, like <laughs> real deep. You know my daddy <laughs> walk, bro. She could tell by his walk. I'm in the shower. I hear a knock on the door. All I heard my mama, oh my God, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm like 11, 12. I yeah. jumped straight out the shop, ass naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you ain't going on? What's going on? <laughs> Boom. I, we wasn't expecting him to come home. Like, yeah. I didn't know when he was coming home. Like, they tried to, they really, like, growing up, they tried to keep us away from, mm-hmm. keep the kids away from shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I didn't know when my pop was coming home. Seen him, and all I heard, Tavon behind me, he was like, that's my dad? I was like, ooh boy. Mm-hmm. I'm looking like, bro, that's your fucking daddy. Right there. Mm-hmm. We just it was like it was like a big ass moment. But yeah. I never knew how to like what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I don't know. I never knew how to like live with it. I just did. Like I didn't mm-hmm. it wasn't like a method. It was me. just yeah. You, I mean, but you you gotta think about it. You was a kid, so like right. you don't like we we grown now, so we understand how to handle certain shit that happened in yeah. our lives. You know what I'm saying? Like you grow up, you start learning, okay, it's not cool just to hold all this shit in. I gotta have a way to do certain shit. I really didn't know how to like I couldn't put words on it or like walk myself through it. It was just like it was like shit, that's how life is for real. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't it was normal. Like, but my daddy been in and out of jail since I was, before I was born, like, shit. Let them tell it, when I was born, he got locked up a couple months later. He got out, and he got locked up when I was like three. He got out, he got locked up when I was like five. Then he got locked up when I was like seven. That's when he did the, he did the five year bid. I got it, he got out, and shit, he, he always been in and out. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I've never, not one time had like, malicious or animosity. negative or no type of animosity towards my dad like ever mm-hmm. like, never like i never felt like fuck that nigga or none of that it was i don't know 
But I feel like I feel like the reason why like kids be having that type of animosity towards their pops now is basically because of like what the mama be telling them all the years a, growing up. That's a fact. That's so a lot if of the mama ain't fucking fact. with the pops, it's over with. Like she yeah, I bet you you would have counted like if you think about it. I I promise you, your mom never said no ill intent towards your father. They didn't definitely argue. But no, I'm, everybody <laughs> argues. Every every, every yeah, yeah, yeah. couple of like, They didn't. But I ain't gonna lie. My my mom was my dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad was my mom. They not they not together. I don't know if they will get back together. But that love that they got is it's different. It's, it's like rude. it's not it's not no. It should different. But I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, all y'all is twins, bro. <laughs> like everything fit. I know, bro, every everything fit the crib. The crib fit y'all. The dog fitted y'all, bro. <laughs> everything fit, bro. Before I listen to R P R P Lil Mama. Hey, bro, you funny. <laughs> For our listeners, we've just been joined by our other host, Kelvin. Who's in the hospital? Be out right, though. <laughs> yeah, what's going on with you, bro? You sure? My like my throat, bro. So, <laughs> so I'm in the hospital for three hours, man, like, cause off of medicine for your throat. And they what, what took what took you to the hospital? Where did you have to go? Like, I just had my issues with my throat, mm-hmm. and they gave me the wrong medicine, and I had an allergic reaction, so I, my throat was closing up and stuff. That's Damn. scary as hell. That's about like one of the scariest thing. I I would hate to have. So your shit was like swollen. I ain't gonna lie, but you remember when I was sick? Last year, two years ago, my, I was fucked up, and then I came back. I was like skinny, mm-hmm. like but my throat was swollen. That shit couldn't drink shit, couldn't eat. I couldn't drink water, nigga. Shit burned. Yeah, burned. Shit burned, bro. I wanted, I wanted to ask y'all, what, how do y'all feel about um, addiction when it comes to people getting addicted to certain substances? And like, I would say, so like all of us here know, if you shoot meth. You probably gonna get addicted, and it's probably not gonna go well. Right. But what makes you think people, beyond knowing, having the knowledge that what these drugs do to them, what makes them do it? Because they're a lot of people with them hard drugs, they're going through shit in their life where they're like, fuck it anyway. You know what I'm saying? Can't yeah, get much worse than this. That feeling, they just like that. Yeah, feeling. Like they're, they're chasing that happiness. They're, they're, yeah, they're chasing that happiness. So much bullshit going on when they get high. That's all the time they like. Feel okay, mm-hmm. like, so they keep chasing it. Yeah, they keep, keep chasing, chasing that high. That's really that's really what it be. And then shit, you look up, you're you're a junkie. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that's really how it be, bro. I, a lot of motherfuckers like to do the shit, do drugs and shit for fun and shit. Then they get hooked on it. Mm-hmm. I motherfucker, I ain't gonna lie, I motherfucker be on some bullshit. So I got a question: How y'all feel about psychedelics? You know. I, I actually watched this documentary recently about psychedelics, and I have a lot. I like being I like being in my own normal mind, so I can't I can't maybe I don't know. Oh, I, no, it bro. couldn't I couldn't do it. I really couldn't do it, but I could see the benefits of psychedelics. It's not one of those drugs where you got to worry about being addicted and it taking over your entire existence. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. meth or heroin. Explain like like mushrooms and shit. Mushrooms, like, yeah, mushrooms, acid, acid, shit like shit that. Like that. Shit that, like, now, I know. Oh, can we, oh, God, I hear the acid word a lot, bro. Because it's LSD. Yeah, yeah, LSD. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That we make, I don't know why we put the word acid on it and make that shit sound like it's bad. Like, that shit is not bad. That shit is just a, it's just a, a fungus from a plant. Mm-hmm. What? That's yeah, all LSD, LSD, is. LSD is just a, it's a secretion that 
is taken out of a plant at a micro dose. Yeah. What type it's, of plant? I don't, it don't matter. I can't remember the plant it comes out of. It's a scientific yeah, name for this right. plant. But it, it yeah, they, it's a secretion that the scientists found a long time ago. And he, he took it and they ended up doing a whole bunch of studies on it because it was found to cure alcoholism. Mm-hmm. It was curing people for alcoholism because it was like open their eyes and like it was people just waking up after the experience and they were like, I don't need alcohol anymore or like you no know, stuff like that. So it was like this big study on it and then it turned into this one guy turned into this this party drug yeah. type thing and then it had a bad name and one of the presidents of the United States banned it and it became that bad name like we always have like just like when they banned alcohol they banned weed and all that Nigga, stuff. Cocaine used to be exactly that's what i'm saying like all these substances they were created and then scientists would take them and they would create studies try to see what you know what the fuck these mm-hmm. these things do to people and there were some good things found but then it would be covered in the bad and then it would have this bad name like acid you know you know what I'm yeah. saying? stuff like that so people always associate acid with these bad things and forget all the benefits that certain things have so that's just, a lot of them psychedelic drugs really feel like <clears throat> enhanced shit. Yeah. I mean, they sell mushrooms now that are like. Yeah, motherfucker. I don't know. It's a lot of shit. I'm not tapping in. Bro, let me say this. It's a lot of shit. Like, even like LSD, right? Like, bro, LSD would make you like want to call your mama and tell her how much you love her. Like, shit. Alcohol like, be there for you. It just make you. <laughs> Hey, you, yo, that's some other shit. That's some other <laughs> shit. <laughs> but nah, LSD, bro. I'm and I'm only saying it because I've I've had LSD before. I was right. gonna ask you if this was. Crazy. I've had it. Yeah, I've had it before. Like, when, when, when you when you I've done it like I had it like months ago. But tell us more about the experience. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm curious. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. So. Cause it was somebody, uh, it was somebody like on uh banks that knew somebody that was that had that shit. Yeah, like grand dude or whatever, whoever, right? So like the whole time, like when they were doing that shit, I'm like, bro, I'm not on that, bro. Like I sip on wine, shit, but I ain't on it. Cause that's that's and this that's actually before I actually started getting to what I do now, like bro. my mm-hmm. vibe and shit I do now. One time I just took the opportunity to just do it. Like I tried that shit, bro. I was uh. We're on this big ass river, it's called Han River. That's in Korea, called Han River, <clears throat> bro. I seen so much shit like in the waterways, bro. Like, nigga, I was just so happy. <laughs> bro, like, I was sitting like with my motherfucking legs and shit crossed, all type of shit. <laughs> but like, nigga, like I wanted to call my pops, nigga. I wanted to call my my mama, everybody, nigga. Like, just and I wanted to do so much shit in one day. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Like nigga, I wanted to give you energy. Yeah. So my question, my question to you, after this experience, were you chasing that happiness no. again, or no. was it like, no, or was it like, okay, this was cool and I, uh, I like the experience, no. but I can that's do no, without. Yeah, and this, that's this, this, this is the thing. This is the thing because like, if you if you take LSD, right? Let's say you take LSD today, right? You can't take that shit. And first of all, when you take LSD, you're you you're like high for twelve hours. Mm-hmm. That's a long fucking time. I don't that, shit that, shit, that, that shit don't kick in until like uh, like the hour or some after you like after that shit dissolving or right. whatever. Like but a perk, huh? Like a perk, ain't it? 
No, I don't really. I can't speak for that. <laughs> I can't speak for that one. I just see what's going nah, on. Nah, I, I can't speak for that. I can't speak for that. Like, you don't know about only that, bro? plant-based shit. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But, <laughs> but when you, like, if you take LSD today, you can't take that shit two days from now. Like, you not gonna, it's not going. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta take that shit like once. Like, gonna be chasing them shit. You know, you gotta take that shit like once, like every other month, some shit like that. That mm-hmm. way, you can actually feel that you get shit. The right Mm-hmm. With me, that is never, it's never been no issue like for me. How many times have you done it? I, I probably did that shit like four times, bro. But it's been all great experience. Like, so like yeah, the last time say. I took it, the last time I took it was when I was on top of that big ass tower. Mm-hmm. When I could see that I was looking yeah, down to see the whole city. Yeah. Different vibes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that big bro, look, 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 bro. <laughs> I went up there. I went up there. I went to the top of that shit. First of all, uh, like. It was like a whole pathway of how I got up there. Like, cause like that, that big ass building was built off of a, inspired by a well. So like you could walk through, see like how shit was made. It had like different, like, it had different shit in there. But like once I got to the top, bro, I got up there like around three o'clock, bro. I didn't leave that motherfucker till it closed, nigga, till the nigga came and got me, bro. <laughs> that happened. But, like, you don't, nigga, you don't, don't, like this right, you don't think about time. You don't think about time. You don't think about nothing, bro. Like, niggas was just sitting down, just talking about, like, real life. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, shit that we had that I got going on, like, everything, bro. Like, so, like, like when you do it, do you do it by yourself? You, like, with your partner? I don't know. Only, I only did it with one person. And that's, that's bro. Yeah, that's bro. Do you, do you feel vulnerable when you're on LSD? Like transparent, like I you feel like vulnerable. You, you I feel like what I mean is can tell you fried. No, it's not like that. You can, mm. you can, like nigga. If I'm so on that shit right now, I, I can keep your energy, your vibe. Like I can really feel it. Like I can tell, like nigga, if you just talking, just talk, or like if you being negative towards somebody else, I can, like I can, I can, I can, I can just tell. I can, yeah, I can just yeah. tell. So just taps you in. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I said, it, it, it was it like working. enhances your shit. It enhances right, like, your, uh, like, your senses. Like if you walking by somebody and like some, like female got her head down or something, like, you could just tell something going on. Or, mm. uh, like, you more, yeah, yeah, you more. This shit like, like that. Right. That's, that's, what I mean by thing. vulnerable is yeah, what I'm saying by vulnerable. I'm not saying like vulnerable like someone could just whoop your ass. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> I'm saying, do you feel vulnerable? Like, do you feel where you can speak on certain things or talk about certain things that you wouldn't? Yeah, if you were so. Yeah, I would say that. So it opens you up. Yeah, as a person type shit. Yeah, like certain topics that you would never talk about. You feel like you know, with certain people, you can have that conversation. Mm-hmm. That's all. I ain't mm-hmm. never. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't never even thought about taking those. Cause not that. No, nobody, like, no, I, nobody I, in my family shit. know I did it. Nobody in my family knows I. Hey, right. my I'm, pops. Nigga, this is news to me. Like, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. <laughs> but like, but like. If I never came to Korea, because mind you, I always wanted to do this type of shit. I just wanted in the right environment to do that That's shit. Right. Do, really, do you feel like in life that like certain things happen for certain reasons? Like yeah. you find yourself in certain situations that would have never happened if this, like if you never joined the military, you probably would have never did it. You know what I'm saying? Is life, when you when you go through life, do you, do you have that, that tale where you listen, where you pay attention to Okay, I'm only here because I need to be here. Yeah. Like the higher power has put me here for a certain reason. Mm-hmm. Type shit. So it's like when you out there, motherfucker, you, you, you're not even thinking this. This is a military task. I'm out here doing me. 
Yeah. Like, mm. Whenever I'm off during base. all this shit, I'm still I'm still doing me. Like this is my time for me to yeah. tell me. When I get off of base, when I'm off of base, and I'm yeah, I feel like that. But once I'm riding my bike or running back to them motherfucking brick walls with them fucking bio wires looking like prison and shit, then that's when I oh, okay. Yeah, you back. Cause bro, all that shit, bro. Like even like the color, the color of military buildings, mm-hmm. them different shades of brown and shit, bro. That's just that shit is to keep you at a low vibration. I, Red, Even with oh fast God. food restaurants like red, like McDonald's, Reds, everything's bright. Yeah, everything bright makes you like, it makes you feel good. Makes you yeah. feel like you want to go there. Makes you hungry. Type exactly. Shit. It seems like a place. That's all this shit, bro. That's all this shit. All this shit, man. All this shit. All this shit, man. So y'all, we, we all, we all went through there when we was kids. Y'all, y'all feel because they always told us this that right. marijuana mm-hmm. is the gateway drug. It's like opens you up to do other substances. It depends on the person. Yeah, it yeah, really yeah, depends yeah, on the person, person, bro. Because if you, I don't lie. If, I feel shit, like if it depends on the person, then you can't, you can't well, label it that way. Because you, you can't. That's bullshit. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It, it depends on that person. Because like me, I, I swear to God, I would never do cocaine or no hard drug in my life. Why? Because I don't want to do that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Now for motherfucker that they don't, they don't even know if they want to do that, and if they get around this shit. Life might be fucked up just enough for them to say, you know what, fuck okay. it. I yeah. will never be at the fuck it level. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I don't want to do it. Like, if a motherfucker wants to tap in, they're going to tap in when mm-hmm. the time comes. It ain't nothing. Yeah. It ain't about what's out there. They're going to find it. They're going to tap in real mm-hmm. deal. Like, just just like weed. I was saying when I was when I was growing up, I never smoked blah, blah, blah. Oh, me, oh, nigga. God. I used to, sni- I used to oh, sneak and smoke with my cousin God. sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. 14, 15. Like, shit, my cousin smoked me the first time I was 12 years old. It wasn't up to me. But it happened. You know, I'm like, shit, I'm fucking with it. But I was growing up, I was like, no, this ain't the way. The way I was growing up, the house I was living in, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do something better. Shit. Shit caught up to me. So would you contribute, uh, people's environment that they grew up in, would you contribute that to the decisions they make in life when it comes to drugs? Yes. Yeah, it, it, ain't, it ain't 100%, yeah, but, but it definitely plays a part. Like, yeah, because, I mean, there's certain people I could, I would see, like, those people who really want to party, they don't. They gonna probably drugs. tap into those party drugs. You know what I'm saying? Drugs. Like those people that just want to have the best party, the best night of their lives. They gonna tap into those party mm-hmm. drugs. They're getting, but, they're getting drunk as shit. They're, they're, they want to enjoy this shit. They're gonna, they're gonna tap in. The motherfuckers that's just chilling. Bruh, he's not tapping. I didn't seen some sloppy shit, bro. Not gonna lie. Like even like and uh, and before I get to that, I'm gonna say. How I, like how I used to be like growing up like I used to be like anti smoking weed mm-hmm. me only too. because like nigga like my pops always told me like bro don't do this shit don't do this shit don't do this shit so like even when it came to, like I would always be like yeah bro I ain't fucking with nobody who do that shit like da 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 like I ain't smoking that shit da 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 but like nigga that's just because of like what I was told see like before you get into your uh, next part when I was growing up my parents never really talked about weed. It was never like, don't do weed. Weed is bad for you. It was more like, if you want to do stuff in your life, you got you to gotta do things a certain way. Like being an athlete, weed ain't going to help you be a better athlete. So like certain things, like I never was like, no one ever told me weed is bad. Don't do it. It'll, it'll kill you. It'll, it'll do this to you. You'll be bad, how bad, stuff like that. So when I, my parents never said nothing like that. So when I was growing up, and I was trying to be a pro athlete and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I just seen it as weed wasn't going to help me. It, wasn't, it was going to make it harder for me. So I just didn't do it. 
It also plays a part with like your friends, like who you're surrounded by yeah, too. Like us growing up, we're not wasn't sports, was running around somewhere, wasn't worried about no weed. Yeah, so yeah. it just plays that. And then also growing up, we kind of seen a lot of people who just sat around and smoked all day. Like the older, the older yeah. people that were in high school, like we seen them and it was like, they ain't even doing like, I got these goals in life, I got aspirations, and I'm seeing all these people smoking weed, and it was like, they ain't even doing shit all day. Yeah. But then it was like, but when you grow up, you start seeing like, oh, that was their decision. They decided That's to smoke weed decision. and do nothing else. They, they decided to decide. And then you start seeing all these successful all people that. who smoke all the time. That choice. We were, yeah. I ain't even gonna lie, we was on that shit at one point in time, we was just Chilling, smoking, just chilling all day. Yeah, but and then like, it got to a point we're like, bro, we can really get fried and still take care of business. Like, why the fuck is we bullshit? Mm-hmm. Get back on our shit. We still niggas. We still shit. I'm still yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna take care of my business. I've never seen it that way. Like at the time, at that young age, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. But like me personally, like right now, like I will only, I will only do. Like plant based, like drugs, like shit from the earth, like shit like that. I, I haven't got into those, I haven't done them yet. But nigga, like, even like right now, like I would drive and get low, bro, and just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had the opportunity, but nigga, like, I, I, they can vouch. <laughs> they can vouch. I, it was uh, for Shari graduation. Shari graduated from high school. When we went over there to uh Yeah, over there by Chapel Street. Yeah. I took a puff of the blunt one time, bro. Didn't inhale, bro. Knew I had to go home, bro. Didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew I had to go home. That nigga was acting high, bro. I knew I had to go home, bro. <laughs> oh my bro. The whole night this nigga was talking about like period take shit. You're like, what the fuck is you talking about? Right, I knew I had to go home, bro. Oh, <laughs> this nigga, Did you did you have anything to add, Kevin? Uh, so how do y'all think uh, monkeypox will affect us in the future? Shit, boy. You know, I'm worried. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, if monkeypox does the same thing to the world that COVID did, it's gonna piss me off because it's literally like we have an example of what happens when we don't react quick. Right. We've seen it happen. We all knew COVID was COVID happened in January. Nobody cared until March. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's true. That's we true. see monkeypox and, and everybody's, you know, likes likes about it. Like I just, I just want our, sure everyone to pay everybody. pay attention to like, because like, bro, we know what can happen with something like this. So let's react fast so that we don't have to go through like what we no did with outbreak. COVID. No, no big outbreak. And it's already happening. I mean, but well, like, yeah, but like, let's get it. I just, I just want everybody to get ahead of it and like, pay attention. You know, I think more people are paying attention this time because yeah. of COVID, which yeah. is which is a blessing. But at the yeah. same time. Really pay attention. Don't just pay attention. Like react. That's all. So do you? So do you think that like this shit just pop up out of nowhere? Fuck. You know, I don't. Hey, John, this question for you. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm seeing the way you're answering these questions. I'm trying to. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you think this shit pop up out of nowhere? Or like, I mean, no, I don't think it pop out of nowhere. Are you saying that now? Because I just put you on the spot. Or like what? Like, I'm definitely, I'm definitely agreeing because I'm on the spot. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. But, uh, but, it's okay. On, but on a real note, I don't, I don't know, bro. Like, th- I feel like this shit can't keep happening out of nowhere. Like, there's no way there's a bunch of scientists somewhere fucking with a bunch of animals and taking these tests and not having precautions, and we just keep having these deadly diseases popping out in America throughout the world. Bro, any disease that that come around, bro, like 
even I was finna bring up for the monkeypox shit, like niggas, but like, <laughs> bro, it's our like we have shit on earth to get that shit away. Off of us. Like, we got shit on earth to kill to cure everything. A- anything, like, Do y'all believe in vaccines? No, bro. Nah. I'm a I'm a I am don't believe in I don't believe in the new bruh, vet, the twenty twenty one. I waited I waited to the nah, last bro. day. The last day when Biden was like, Man, you got to September thirteenth yeah, to yeah, get yeah. that shit yeah, or yeah. you out of here. I waited to September thirteenth. <laughs> I was on the phone with my pops all day, bro. But that's because I I didn't have no plan. Were you, you were in Korea? Yeah, I was in Korea. I didn't have no plan last year. I plan now. So if that shit would have happened, if they would have gave the option right now, I would have been gone. Fuck you. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> so when when COVID was getting real, like when the vaccine came out, I was in Mexico. I was deployed. We was the so first. Was. They 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 was like was y'all thinking. taking it first. I don't know. And they were at first it was like people when it came out, everybody was like, okay, they got a vaccine. Then. Biden was like, oh, yeah, y'all going to take it. And then the, it came to the people who were deployed first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, a lot of people were like, nah, we don't want to take it. So it a, lot, a lot of us were put on like to the point where you don't have an option. We didn't have the option like to, are you going to get out if you don't take it? You taking this vaccine. That's pretty much what the military told us when we was deployed. And it was, that's what made it worse for us because we was, it was like everybody at home low-key still has that decision. But then, like you know, now when you join the military, you sign your whole life away. There's no you when the military tells you to make a decision, you made that decision. There's no choice in it. It was made months ago. Yeah, (laughs) they already made it for you. Yeah, so so like when it comes to vaccine, I I don't trust vaccines, but I I understand how the medical world works when it comes to vaccines. And I've always been a vaccinated child. Like my mom was a nurse, you know, stuff like that. So I already know how like it works. Mm. And it's like, we've had all these vaccines. The vaccines just don't write off start killing people. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's a lot of steps to creating a vaccine and for it to get approved. I just didn't like how COVID was rushed to get approved. That's what made me nervous about it. That's what what I be saying when it like, Bro, I just I just be peeping like bullshit. Like when they when they pushing a narrative so hard. That's what I'm worried. Behind it, bro. I'm worried about the news more than like when I see a bunch of stuff being like a narrative, like you really said, being like pushed on the news. Like, you, and we all trying, know you're how trying, the news you're trying works. Trying to sway the public's mind about something for sure because you're pushing this narrative so hard. Like, bro. That's a fact. And I think you think as uh, being being black and how we seen how the government did black communities when it came to hearing. And shit like that. Do you like, think that that causes us to be untrustworthy? I think like you will see a lot more black mm-hmm. people look at stuff like vaccines with COVID and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and be like, I don't know, y'all pushing this like back in the day. Yeah. Like, why do you think everybody trying to tap in now all of a sudden? That, bro, I was just talking to uh, I was just talking to some people yesterday about that shit. I was like, bro, everybody like doing this woke shit now type shit. Like, mm-hmm. bro, I've been thinking. I, I I don't even like to call it woke. Like, I just been thinking. For myself, yeah. since I was like 14, 15, like I've been seeing all of this shit, like doing research and shit. I've been seeing a lot of what I've heard or read about that was don't happen, literally happen. Like, and it's like constantly... about the illnesses, the like, the way the government of sway, like you know, new laws and shit. Mm-hmm. Presidents, like corrupt government and shit. Like, we I don't trust this shit. Simpsons. Simpsons. Hey, they, they don't miss. <laughs> hey, they don't miss. 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 They don
in your face of entertainment because they know just to get you prepared. We're living like we're living a movie as we speak. So all this shit, this shit is just entertainment. They finna put it in your face. You gonna watch the shit out of all this shit while the world is ending around you. They gonna throw a few jokes in there. Really throw 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 a few jokes to throw you off. You like ah shit that was. That was right. funny. Nah, that was for real, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? Real, the world is finna end. They were for real. <laughs> Y'all think monkeypox is gonna get as bad as COVID? Does monkeypox is monkeypox deadly? Yeah, I no, mean, they say it's not transmitted by sexual. It, it's not cured. Like, it's just. I don't know if it's deadly. That's it's not like niggas deadly. fucking each other, bro. Yeah, it goes away after like four to six weeks, though. That shit's cap, bro. Motherfuckers. That's what they say. Yeah, hey, that's what. Yeah, that's what it say on the post. I mean, of course. But they they said the same shit about AIDS and HIV. The shit came from motherfuckers fucking each other. Shit, bro. It does. I mean, of course, this is sexual transmission. <laughs> Where did this shit start? Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. Where mm, is the starting point? The starting point mm. of all these motherfucking illnesses. It wasn't coming from bro over there in Zimbabwe. Well, they always say it's from Africa or some third world yeah. ass country, and then it's brought over here. But all of our scientists is doing all the research and shit over there. But that's shit, really, bro. All these illnesses, like even cancers and all these all shit. shit that bro. shit comes from like what you eat, though. Yeah, that's a fact. So, nigga, if I'm eating pork belly every fucking day, nigga, like... Wake up with a pork belly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna feel the type of way. Like, I'm gonna feel... I'm gonna catch something, bro. Like, yeah. I guess, yeah, if you think about it, COVID, it come from uh, the Chinese eating bats. That's the spicy shit. But even people be like, even like now, it's like, even like since, since I've been back, like, motherfuckers would be like... Hey, you lost weight? You lost weight? Cause nigga, it was a point like before I was on this, like nigga, I was eating three big ass meals a day and working out, nigga. The most I've been was like 176. But I ain't like the way like I was looking. I ain't like the way my face looking at that shit. So nigga, like now, like nigga, I eat, I tell you why I eat. I eat yogurts with granolas and shit every morning. And I eat like a salad. I eat a salad for lunch and lunch or dinner. So you you you're not eating meat right now? No. Right. Only on like like that's what I was on. Like nigga, I'm, I'm home now, nigga. I'm home. I'm going crazy, but like 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 yesterday or two days ago, I was eating right, nigga. Like I didn't have dinner and shit. But nigga, that's what I eat consistently every single day, except for the weekend. I eat like a bullshit, nigga, like a quesadilla, and fries, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But, nigga, Monday through Friday or Saturday, nigga, I'm eating that. Damn. So nigga, that's why I didn't got slimmer. I didn't got a lot slimmer. I ain't gonna lie, bro. You like, we didn't have conversations, yeah. right? I've always, since, like I said, since about 14, 15, been on that type of time. But mm-hmm. I've, never, I've always been in the wrong the environment, environment, bro. Like, the environment. Being around here, shit, like, man, where I stay at, I can go five minutes down the road and get everything I yeah. need. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking about from the road to the to, I can go five Wendy's. ways each direction and get anything I need. <laughs> I'm talking about anything. Okay. So it's like, bro, I just, I'm in the wrong environment for the mind that I have. Yeah. Right. Like, I just got to get out of this. You got to separate yourself. Yeah, you got to separate yourself. Yeah, like, with him being in the career, it's like, he's separated. He's separated. He's like, it's like, it's not, it's you and you. What you going to do with you type oh, shit. I, that's, I ain't going to lie. Once I can find my little area of where I'm just on some, what's the, like, some tranquility shit. I can't spell that shit. I <laughs> Damn, bro, I, ain't, I just, I, I, I'm about inner peace, but for real, for real, like, it'd be too much bullshit going on, like, I'm about inner peace, bro, like, it, it'd just be too much. Like, bro, since I've been gone, bro, there's been so many people that's passed away. Like, bro, this shit is so no, much this shit. shit. This shit. Yeah, that's, that's what they, when you're in the military, 
that when you've gone away from home and it's just you and the people in the military you with, you realize life just going on. Life just, it don't gotta be just the military. Let's like get that out there. Not anything. Military. I'm saying when you with. I'm saying when you with just the military. Pass away. Life gonna yeah. go on with or without you. So it's like. But in the same breath, don't nothing change. Oh, that so like when I was deployed, I used to be like I used to be so sick to my stomach, being like, "Damn, missing like shit. yeah, I'm missing all this and like all these people are gonna be doing different shit when I come home and shit like that." But when I came home, it was like, "Oh, everybody still do the same." Picked up where you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you kind of just pick up where you left off because we're not disconnected. We're all like, you had a disconnection, bro. You were able to, like I said, find yourself, like bro. You were able to at least, at least. To a better extent, you're able to to find some inner, not even necessarily inner peace, just, I don't know, just inner values. You're just able to do, see extra shit because you got, you don't have what you're used to and what you're accustomed to on a daily, day-to-day basis. You're not doing that. You got all this free time doing, you're in a new environment. You don't even know about this shit. You're, you're exploring. You're, you gotta, ex- new, you're exploring yeah. yourself now. For real, new for things for how, do you, how, how would y'all go about finding inner peace? Like, personally, what do you do to find your inner peace? Separate yourself from everything. Like, you just separate yourself from everybody? Yeah. Girl, what I do right now, I smoke. And I don't, I, I want to change that, honestly. That's right. my inner peace probably just, you know, blunt. Mm. But I'm real deal, like, I don't, I don't even like, I don't even like being high no more. Like, the shit is same. Like, you want to find same. a different same. avenue to, to yeah, find your I want to find a different, a different high, like, like a different that. high. Not even mm. a drug, like a hobby. That makes like, a hobby. Not, not, not even necessarily like, a hobby. Like bro. something just, like, to just something to where something to where I can release energy. Energy. Mm-hmm. I can release my energy and like you know just on some I can like reboot type shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. that's what I'm. On. What about you, Kurt? Um, we're going back to LSD. <laughs> 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 we're not even on that, bro. He was quick, bro. <laughs> Hell no, nah. but no, uh, bruh. Any, any, I'll say it's really just because of like where I was at, bro. Like mm-hmm. I literally had that shit right behind base, bro. Right. And that shit really like everywhere. So anytime I got off work, nigga, I was taking that bike ride, or I was taking that jog, or even that walk, bro. And I would just take uh, take off everything, nigga, everything coming off, bro. Leave the shorts on, of course, but everything else come off right around myself, bro. And I just sit out there, bro. Just connect. And just, and like, I don't even think about, I don't think about nothing. I just let everything come to me. How you do that? Right? And that's even like with meditating, yeah, that's right? That's even when it comes to meditating. I'm, and right now I'm trying to figure out different ways to meditate as well, because you know, I can't sit crisscross episodes to save my life, bro. <laughs> it's like all that shit. Cause like within you, like being able to tap in and shit. Bro, like, what kind of thoughts do you find yourself in when you when you put yourself in a situation to be grounded and just be your own thoughts? Where do you find yourself often? I can say, I'll say this, and I, this is just, uh, this is just the one that's like right off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember one time I was meditating one time, and it was hot outside or whatever. And like, I had my eyes closed and shit. And like, you know the scene, you know the scene off of uh, Remember the Time when uh 
when they got like Pharaoh, Queen of, Queen of Africa and shit, they sit down on the little things, like mm -hmm. just right before Michael Jackson about to start. <laughs> like, like, bro, it was like, they was talking to me, bro, saying like, you ain't supposed to be like, where you at? Like, come home mm -hmm. type shit. So basically like. You felt, you felt like. Yeah. But like, and, this, and when the, all that shit was going on, I started sweating like real, real bad. Right. And then once I got done, cause I, it's like a time limit that I do. Like I do like 10 to 15 minutes meditation. Mm -hmm. And it's like, once I got done with that, like when you meditating, bro, like, cause you got chakras, you got different chakras. Right. Like I'm hurting, I'm hurting up here right now. So nigga, like once I get done meditating, it's like all that shit go away. And you I mean stop. like, you mean like physical? Yeah, like, cause like you, once you keep meditating, you start like releasing shit, like, like shit that ain't your life and shit. Like, then you start unlocking them, them you, chakras. You unlocking you. Really? Yeah, like so, like I'm up here, I'm like on my upper back. Mm -hmm. That shit hurt, bro. Mm -hmm. That shit really hurt. But do you think that was like your version of a higher power yeah. when you was in this situation? Mm -hmm. That's the type of shit. I'm Cause even like, bro, even like with these fucking like, I say, what's it? I think it, I think it's DNT or some shit like that. It's like it's ver it's, it's versions of like, uh, like shrooms and shit. It's like that feeling. It's like that feeling. It's like bro, everything that like, everything that you like want to feel is shit that you can, you can get, you, you can, can get, tap into that shit. Get, Your body produces that shit anyways. It just you can get that nigga, high, You got all natural. these distractions. Way of life and shit. So what you're saying is, when you remove yourself of society and everything going on around you, and you stop the distractions, and you really just focus on you, you start finding the the feeling of the high that everybody's chasing all the time. Yeah. Like, like you start really, you start getting those those emotions or hormones that are released mm -hmm. in your body that. That people chase through yeah. psychedelics and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. That might just be connectivity with, with yeah, like like being one with the universe. The, the, the real you, like yeah, yeah. That's you your, probably that's found your, out that's your soul, nigga. Like found yeah. out like, like nigga, this, this is this is just a shield. Bro. This is this mm -hmm. is a, this ain't nothing but a house. Exactly, shit is a house. this is nothing but a shield, bro. Like our bodies are so smart, nigga. Like nigga, your body, your stomach digesting food right now, nigga. Right now, and putting it exactly where it need to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. we don't think about shit like that, but like this, this phone and shit, this technology is the main distraction. You know? They really got like certain certain rays that come off the phone, that comes off the, off these LED screens and shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Phone, laptop, TV, all that shit. It gives off certain like, like a, a chemical mm -hmm. that it it taps into you, makes you want to stay on that, it makes you want to. Keep, uh, keep yeah, your phone. Just like uh, watching TV. Just like yeah, yeah I know. I know TikTok and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I just know on TV, shit. like you know, your brain is attracted to things moving. Mm -hmm. so, like when you watch TV and everything's constantly moving, you're you're attracted to watching it, and that's why people find themselves watching TV for hours because it's constantly moving, keeping your attention. Yeah, yeah keeping your attention. It's like kids and stuff. And like, bro, with that, especially with kids, it's yeah. like like you said, they know what they're doing because like with all this technology and shit. They just gonna keep on, you know, working their move, they real move, which is the bullshit that we don't realize until we're in the bullshit. So it's like, bro, we gotta, we gotta put these motherfuckers down. Everybody just gotta put this shit down for at least uh, like a certain amount of time. Talk about it, bro. Like every one day, like like let's say today, right? Everybody just was like, you know what? I'm not going to work today. 
it's nothing they can do. Nigga, about. the day the day that happens, our ancestors gonna come out that water. <laughs> <laughs> them motherfucking UFOs is pulling up, man. That's straight up. I them other you. them other people I, pulling up. Are you on the something? Other people. Them other people they pulling up, bro. And this shit like. I ain't gonna lie, I can't wait. Like, cause I don't think we, I don't believe, me personally, I don't believe that we only live one time. And I know the only people that can speak on that transitioning from like going through that period of like passing away, only they can like be able to experience that. Right. I personally, like, I'm not saying like I'm in a rush to, but like, I wanna see like what that. For you, I just, I just want to see the truth. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see what's really going on. Just so and I, nobody will know. Until I, I, after, nobody, after nobody know, the only know people you never know until you die. So, what's y'all perspective on afterlife? Because I feel like afterlife is different for everybody. Because there's so many things that you can read about, hear about when it comes to you know afterlife. Like some people don't even believe in it. Some people think you just die, you, you're gone. Right. But like for me, there's I feel like it's too much that is that happens in the world that's recorded, like ghosts and stuff like that. It's too much of this for me to be for me to believe that when I die, that's it. You just die. You know what I'm saying? Like there's too much, and like I remember, like there's certain things that you connect to that other people may not connect to. Mm -hmm. Like when I was growing up, my mom always told me whenever you see a feather on the ground, that's your grandma watching over you. Pretty much just means whenever I see a random feather anywhere I'm at, it's just pretty much saying, pretty much her saying I'm watching. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm 22 and to this day when I see feathers, I look up to that sky and I'm like, damn, because my grandma died when I was three years old from cancer. So like I never really had no connection with her nothing like that. But that's all I got. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like when when that shit happens, it's like okay. So and that's what keeps me believing me, in certain things. I believe in I believe in reincarnation, but at the same time, I feel like I feel like. Well, I heard this theory where it was like, uh, you know, how you live your life as a living being could play a part in how your afterlife is type shit. Like mm-hmm. if you was a dog ass nigga, you was a, you was out here just popping shit. You gonna come shit. back as a dog? You gonna come back as some type of <laughs> some type of animal, some type mm-hmm. of. You know, thing. Almost like a almost like a punishment. Almost like a punishment or or a blessing. If you're doing something, I, but like if you're doing something right, if you've been living righteous your whole life, I feel like. I mean, but I I can't even think of what you would reincarnate into because this I feel like I feel like hell is earth. I feel like the living the living is already hell. I feel like we gotta work our way out of hell. Type shit. Mm. So I don't even I really don't know. I mean, that's hell. what the Bible's pretty much saying though. Like. Earth is hell, and everybody has to follow these rules by the book. And then God come back, he comes take, uh, come take the ones that that listened, and then keep the ones here that. I mean, you can't. I, I can't. I wouldn't have sorted with that because there's certain people out here doing, hoorah shit, you know, killing people and this and that, and therefore you know they you know gun violence and all that they getting killed out here in the streets and shit like that. So I, I feel like. It's just, it's just a hard conversation when it comes to shit like that because you don't know. I don't want to. Nobody, nobody knows. Nobody. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, nobody really knows what's what's really happened. Cause I feel like I feel like, like what happens what happens to the children that that pass away 
They can they the innocent by, children. Yeah, yeah. Innocent, innocent, I'm talking about babies. They ain't got yeah. shit to do with shit. They ain't never made nobody mad. Right. Like what happens to them? Because I, I, like they said, energy can't be created or destroyed, or destroyed right? Yeah. Our soul ain't nothing but a ball of energy, bro. So like, I feel like once once the house dies, motherfucker gotta move out straight mm. up. You gotta shit. You gotta find something else. I feel I I I, I don't know. I don't know because a lot of motherfuckers say, yeah, nobody. Yeah, nobody does. Or this could be, this could be a test. Facts. This could be a test if you trying to, like, you trying to find your purpose. Like, you gotta find your purpose, and if you, you ain't found your purpose, and you, whenever you pass away, you restart and do this shit again, and, and you, you would never know because you're dead. Like, exactly. Mm. Like, what, exactly. What, what if, what if this shit is a test? This just an illusion. Yeah. Like, all mm-hmm. this real shit is just a little like you don't wake like when you die, just wake you, up. Yeah, when like, you die, you wake up. I'll be mad as shit. I thought I was mad as shit, bro. <laughs> because like I feel like honestly though, like I feel like this is like a dream though. Like, this is like a reality dream, and then like when we actually dream, we're dreaming as well. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, like little cartoons and stuff, like where they got little uh, helmets on, stuff like that, and they're like stuck in a little pod with the wire in there. Yeah. You know, take that off, then it's like, oh, it's a dream. So, how y'all feel about like the Earth itself, like flat Earth or a globe? Oh my god. Here you go. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. It don't matter. I feel like it's. Maybe. I feel. Like, I mean, but, do it. I mean, even if the Earth is flat as a sheet of paper, what in the fuck? How is that gonna change it for us? I mean, I think that like changes I mean, a lot though. It it definitely changes a lot when it comes to science. <laughs> it definitely changes a lot. I mean, how? Think like okay, this. All right, I'll say this. I won't get deep into it because I don't know how much time we got. But I just use that example, right? Y'all been on flights before, right? Yeah. yeah. You ain't never been on flight. Well, I've been on. We, we, we niggas been on flights, right? right. So, <laughs> look, right? so look, so look, so look. You get in the plane, right? And you take off. You take off, and you finally like you just going straight, right? Mm-hmm. If it's a glow, right? And you keep like flying straight, right? Right. At some point in time, nigga, you gotta that plane gotta keep like going downward to like. I don't think that's true. You don't think so? I don't, I don't know. Cause like, nigga, when I was, earth, I was on the way here much... from Korea, I was on the way here from Korea, nigga. Nigga, I ain't go down, nigga, until I had to land, nigga. You don't, but you don't know that, though, because the earth, they say the earth is spinning at however many uh, miles per second. Bruh. We, we don't feel that shit at all. Yeah, we went to the we moon. We barely feel the earthquake. We went to the moon. We went to the moon. So, I don't know. it's all good. Know. What? What? Nigga, if we had surgery, nigga, I'll pull some shit up, nigga. I'm gonna show you. I can pull right up a lot of shit that we was talking about, but I ain't got no service. Elon though, Musk went to the moon on a Wednesday. Man, nigga, that shit green screen. Man, come on, man. Nigga, like oh, come on. That yeah. shit was green screen with Neil. Okay. Oh, that whole thing with the moon, the whole video and stuff, I don't believe that shit. But that I'm not like- I'm not gonna sit here and say that it is it is not feasible with the technology we have today to go to the moon. Right. And with all with all these organizations around the world who have gone to space gone to the moon quote unquote you can't you can't look at all this information and then look at all of it and say 100 percent this is a lie 
it's too much information, too many articles, too many videos, too many. And then to you ask. The there's right no way NASA has been created for for just it spent millions of dollars into nothing. You're telling me around the world, all these companies for each country that is their space program or whatever is just a flat, a, a flat like scheme. No, nigga, but I definitely, was, I definitely at that know. Time, the whole race, the whole the reason why motherfuckers was going to space in the first place was because the race war. I remember that Soviet, we was going to Soviet yeah. and all that shit. Yeah, the, the, the space yeah, yeah. race, yeah. So, but they were doing all that shit. I think uh, Russia was like stepping on shit. They were like, they was getting up there type shit. I, well, what I heard is motherfuckers was in like Nevada or some shit. And they was in, <laughs> they was in like a NASA motherfucking like institution or whatever, whatever it was. And they, they was doing their whole little uh, 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 moon and shit like in Nevada, they run a little, they want a little. Are you talking about the test they were running in Nevada? No, I'm talking about the moon landing. Talking about Neil Armstrong. You said they was all doing it in the bottom. In the bottom. That's what I heard. Right? I feel like it was for to it was for the, the betterment of technology and to win the war. To win what win the race. Oh, pretty much show the other countries like show oh, we're here. We made we're here. We made it. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't believe you I ain't gonna lie. Who the fuck we just got to, the camera? That's what I'm that's what I was bro. that's exactly what I was gonna say. I was who, saying who said, I don't believe that you could just turn your TV on. And whenever year they went in the 1900s, you got satellite from the fucking get, right, out, of here, yeah. get out of here. Come on, we we they barely even had color TVs, but we could see these niggas on the television screen yep. from space. Yep. Kiss my. <laughs> I I think that I think that was a. Uh, I think we could just wrap this up. I think that's good before we get into aliens. Man, I'm over, uh, I'll do it. Appreciate you coming through. I appreciate y'all having me. I like this show. We out. Yes, Another sir. episode of Good Times. Follow us on uh, Instagram. We on Instagram. Instagram Good, Good Times Pod. YouTube. We on Spotify. We on RSS. We on Apple Pod. Appreciate uh, y'all listening. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, we out. I didn't watch every. I didn't listen to every episode too. Thank you.